T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nine days until Super Bowl 58. This song will be performed live. Kinda. Like, animated. Right, Josh? Yeah, CGI. CGI. Not like the original SpongeBob where it's drawn. It's like gonna be, they're gonna have like, you know, character to them. It's gonna be like 3D. Yep. The Bubble Bowl. As it was then. And this is happening because, and I did not realize this until recently... Nickelodeon's going to have their own Super Bowl broadcast? Hmm. I think so, because I thought I read something that it's already sold. The inventory's already sold out for the ads. Okay. You're right. I'm, that's I, When I just typed it in, that's the first thing that came up. They've yep. sold that out. Is there any way... Like, Max is, is Max is too old for that? To, watch, to want to watch the oh, Super Bowl? No, no, it's kind of cool. Like, the sliming stuff is cool. Yeah. Is there any chance you would want to watch part of the Super Bowl on the Nickelodeon broadcast? 100% chance, yes, that I would tune in for a little bit. I watched, maybe two years ago, the wild card, a little bit of it with um, Noah Eagle. I thought it was really well done. Yes. (laughs) It was really well done. The one two, I think the one two years ago, I will always remember for at the end of the game, after the Cowboys had lost in dramatic fashion, and they put, like, smoke coming out of the ears and the nose of Mike McCarthy. And it was so, <laughs> so disrespectful. Like, it was funny, but... Do you remember the uh, Russell right. Wilson one where it was uh, Patrick Starr? That's not what he wanted to cook. Oh, yeah, that's right. When Patrick Starr was doing, I'm like, color ya. commentary. Oh, I yeah. forgot about I forgot about that one. I got to yeah. find that. I'm Roasting telling you, him. man. Yeah. it you, they're, they're, you can get some good stuff from there. All right. How, what, what would it be as a move if I hosted a Super Bowl party and with all the friends over, I didn't say anything, I put just the Nickelodeon broadcast on? Would that be a move? Uh, I think it'd be great. Yes. It, 
I mean, I totally encourage you to do this I'm gonna because try I just want the reaction. I mean, eventually yeah. I would guess you would put it on the other channel, but yeah, I, I would. I want to hear what people say. All right. You might. My prediction. How many people are you having a Super Bowl party? Are you hosting? I actually don't know. We usually rotate, and I think we hosted okay. last year. So, how many people are usually there? Like twenty? Yeah, like like a dozen at least. Yeah, okay. at least a dozen. Okay, let's say 12, 13, 15 12 to people. twenty. Twelve to twenty. Okay, so let's just say there's fifteen people there. Out mm-hmm. of that fifteen, I bet you get at least five who say no, 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 no. You keep it there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I want to watch this. Right. I that's somebody will do that. They'll probably get outvoted. I think. Um, yeah, or at I least agree. there'll be a moment where something, right, like slime comes out of the sky or like whatever. Andy Reid got picked up by like a crane uh, during the Nickelodeon broadcast this year. Like something like that'll happen, and someone will be all right. That's enough. All right, I've had enough. I, what happens at this party almost on a yearly basis? This happened again last year. Is on Sunday morning through to like right before the Super Bowl begins is the waste management open. In Phoenix for the PGA, which has become uh-huh. a very popular event. It's like the party tournament now. And I think it's two years in a row. Like last year it was Rom had a like a twelve foot putt to win. And it was happening. He was lining it up as the national anthem was about to be sung at the Super Bowl. And there was lots of fighting at this party for are we going to skip the national anthem to see if Rom makes the putt? Hey, we're all here for the Super Bowl, though. And, like, we want to see how they do the na- whoever it was. Chris Stapleton, maybe. We want to see them do the national anthem. But Rom's making these, these lining up the putt for the win, and we've been watching this for like an hour. That's going to be happening again, I guarantee it, this Sunday, uh, at least at the party that I'm going to. We'll talk about Super Bowl snacks, I'm sure, next year or next week as well. Are you excited to talk about this Super Bowl? No, right? Because it's the Chiefs again? Correct. I don't, I'm not, I'm trying to avoid it as much as possible. I really don't want to dig into it because it just gets me angry, mad. It's not just the Chiefs again, just the, yeah, I mean, there was a point where it became tiresome of seeing the Patriots, but it's not like the Bills ever had a look at it. You know what I mean? Uh, in this one, it's like, yeah, the Bills, I, I, it should be the Bills. Are you? That's what it is. Are you at a point, like for me, whenever New England was in the Super Bowl, it would still be, okay, I'm totally in because I'm rooting against them. Because I hated Brady, I hated Belichick, I hated every, with every fiber of my being, everything about the cheating Patriots. I hated them. But this Chiefs team, like I heard Chopin Bulldog yesterday doing a segment on, like people were calling it like their most hated team ever. And I didn't hear a lot of Chiefs for that. And I'm not saying we we don't like the Chiefs, and maybe the way they acted after the Bills beat them in Arrowhead this year might have swayed some people, you know, towards the the hate a little bit too. But it's not for me, at least personally. I'm not like even that up for rooting against them. I don't want them to win. When I watch the game, I'll be rooting for the 49ers. But it's not for me like it was for New England in terms of like how much I hate that other team. Ah, correct. I would agree, but I kind of got to the point with the Patriots of, oh, you know what? I mean, they're just, this is incredible what they're doing. Like it didn't, kind of didn't phase me. And I'm, try, kind of sounds weird, I guess, but it's the same reason why I asked last week, we talked about, like, could you actually 
maybe want the Chiefs to win if you're a Bills fan because you want you want to be the team to beat them. You don't want another team. Like people in uh-huh. Buffalo, I got people going, How, "Is this even a question? How could you not root for the Ravens?" I'm like, "Well, because you want to be the team to beat them. You don't want another team to beat them like the Ravens." Mm-hmm. And you just kind of grin and bear it. And I kind of got that way with the Patriots at some point, which was, you know what? Just let them keep winning then. At least it's them. At least it's not other teams that we have to watch having parades around instead of the Patriots. That I got to that point with them. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, just acceptance, I guess. And I, I think I'm there with the Chiefs. I don't hate the Chiefs at all. I like Andy Reid. Um, I think yeah. their fan base is really great. They're not obnoxious. I know they can be. There's a certain segment of it, and it's getting a little tougher to deal with. I totally get that, especially after the Bills played them this year and the Kadarius Tony stuff, the Taylor Swift stuff, and the, all that's surrounding that. And I don't mind her or anything like that being a part of it. I think it's great that she's welcoming in all these new fans of the NFL. I do. But I just think all of that surrounding it can get a little bit tiring for a lot of people right now. For me, it's not a hatred whatsoever. It's more of it's not the Bills, and they should have beaten that team. Yeah, I I hear that. I think Reed is a big reason for me that it's not the same. You know, maybe for everybody it's a little different. For me, I think it's the difference between Belichick and and, and Reed. Reed is likable. I like Reed. Who who doesn't like Andy Reed? Andy Reed's great, right? But Belichick was like the worst. Belichick was not fun, and he was always grumpy. And you had the cheating scandals too. On top of that, um, and Reed is just kind of this fun guy, right? Like the Hawaiian shirts, and you know he's just living life to the best. I think when he's not coaching football, like I don't know, and I, I don't know that it has to be even ever deeper than that. I kind of. Like, when we talk about, like, Belichick and whether he's the greatest of all time and, you know, like, can Reed track him down, I kind of do like the idea of Reed taking that from him, at least for some people. Mm-hmm. Same thing mm-hmm. with even Brady. Brady, I'm listening, he was on TV, I think, a bunch in the last couple of days because his TB12 brand, like, merged with another company, Noble, and he was doing, like, a TV circuit, basically, to kind of promote that. But... When he's doing Colin Cowherd, Pat McAfee show, when he's doing all these national radio shows, TV shows, he's getting the question over and over again about Mahomes and the GOAT and whether or not Mahomes is on his level already or whether he's going to track him down or like just getting asked to kind of compare him. And he gives you the token, you know, nonchalant answer, but you can just kind of see it. Like it kind of is eating at him. It's getting to him that anybody is even talking about it, that anybody is even considering that it's a debate. And kind of the same thing there. I don't want Mahomes to continue winning Super Bowls, but when I see, when I realize like what it's going to do to Tom Brady, like he's going to hate that, and then I start to like the idea of it. So <laughs> I'm not telling you I'm rooting for Reed and Mahomes because they're going to take something from Brady and Belichick, but. That will be a saving grace, I think, if they continue to win here. If the Bills mm-hmm. are able to win their Super Bowl, like, would you take <laughs> right now the Chiefs will win, the Chiefs will catch, you know, the Patriots dynasty, but the Bills will get their Super Bowl? Wouldn't everybody in the world take that? Oh, my God, yes. Because oh you God. you will be definitively... How could they win 10 of them if the Bills get one? Right. Like, you would be definitively second best, no doubt. Like, the Chiefs dominated that era. Give me one. <laughs> but, right, like, who cares if you get one, Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, the Colts got one with Peyton, right? And then Peyton went on to get another one, but didn't they only get one? The, Col- the Colts only got one, right? Like, right. The Colts right. only got one. Does a Colts fan see that era as a success? 
Like, I think they have to. Did they? Did they have a Super Bowl before that? They wouldn't have, right? Because the ba- maybe the Baltimore Colts would have. Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore. So th- that for Indianapolis, that doesn't count. That was their first Super Bowl, right? I think two things can be right. You would take that, and you can look at that era as a success while also realizing you left a lot of meat on the bone. Like you, uh-huh. you had a quarterback where you you were capable, or maybe you should have been capable of doing what the Patriots did, but. Even though they won six and you won one, you, because you didn't have one yet, I think you still have to be happy. Like that's where I sometimes get tripped up with the Chiefs comparisons. I do feel like with Josh Allen as the quarterback, that the Bills should be able to match the Chiefs if they've got the closest thing at quarterback and the gap is not that large. Then the gap between the Bills and the Chiefs shouldn't be that large. But I also realize that the goal here is just to get one. They can get their six or seven mm-hmm. if they do it. And I will feel like the Bills left meat on the bone, but I won't care if they get their one Super Bowl. That did come with a loss after the win, though. Just, I mean, you, you'd have to accept that part, too, if you're going to compare the, the Indy, right? You got, their, yep. you got their one, and then they got there a few years later, and they lost to the Saints, which is fine. But, you know, it was it, it, it's a good question about... How they view that, you you would never trade the Super Bowl title in, right? But nope. I mean, if you're a Colts fan, you you got to feel like you still had more that you didn't accomplish. You should have, but right. at the same time, okay, great, we got our Lombardi, and it's really nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, and the Manning comparisons will continue um, for for Allen. I think mm-hmm. you know maybe the longer they go without winning, they'll start to fade a little bit because Manning. Like when did Manning finally win that Super Bowl? Wasn't it around? Didn't, maybe was he thirty already when that happened? It was the '06 season. Okay, the '06 season, and he was thirty years old, and Allen is twenty-seven. So, right, you know, it, there's there's all to say. There's time here. It's why I'm not oh, yeah so far in the direction of like you got to fire McDermott right now. You got to fire McDermott right now. Like I'm, I'll listen to callers at this point that want to have that debate, but the reason I I think I'm still willing to be patient is because of Allen's age. I still feel like it's likely they're going to get to one, you know, like there's still time here for it to happen. They've got to do it. And every year that passes the, the anxiety level maybe goes up a little bit more and more and more, but I still feel confident that this team has it in them to eventually like that. Allen's too good to go his whole career without getting one. I guess that that's where I really get to. My saving grace is that. I'm looking now. Breeze. You know how how old was Breeze when he got his? He was 31, I think. 31. I think. Let's see. It was the 09 season. Mm-hmm. He was 30. He was 30. Breeze got his at 30. Manning used to got his at 30. I think Jim Kelly got to his first at 30. Mm-hmm. He didn't come into the league until later. You're right I mean, on the, Breeze. The, the, Breeze the, is 30. Yeah. Y- yep. The standard here is if you really want to go that far. Elway was in his mid thirties, and he had he had bunch of cracks at it and lost, and then finally won at the end of his career. Right? You don't want that. I mean, you want that. It'd be great to still have it, and he won two of them, by the way, which is great. But they won a long time. It was like never going to happen, and it finally happened right there. Right? So if you want guys who did it a little bit later, after you thought they'd get there earlier, you mm-hmm. know, Elway's the one there. But you're right, Manning thirty, Breeze thirty. Yeah, there is time. 
Um, you know, there's different rules now in place and all sorts of things. And I mean, salary cap has was in place then, mm-hmm. but it's harder to manage. And the money where it's gone for quarterbacks is making it very difficult to build your roster around these guys. But it's exactly right, Joe. And I've said it many times, and I think you'd agree. As long as you have Josh Allen, your window is open to win a Super Bowl because he's Josh Allen. So Josh Allen is, uh, he was just on my TV a second ago. He's at the Pebble Beach mm. Pro-Am. I saw this out there from a couple people. I don't think it's like a lot of people on social media, but should anyone have any problem with him skipping the Pro Bowl again? Like, it's a league event. I'm sure the league wants him there um, instead of being at the Pro-Am, but, like, for me, it's just never something I could get to caring about. No, and I think because now the the how we talked about earlier – how the Pro Bowl has changed and it's Pro Bowl games. It's not this actual football game. I think it's you know, whatever, dude. Yeah, don't it's not a big deal whatsoever. Just who cares? Mm. You don't have to be there. It's it's playing dodgeball and water balloon tosses, I think, or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's field day at school. With yeah, the... that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. And it's cool. It's yeah. not to disparage the guys there. It's great. It's a cool opportunity for them. Great for them. I'm glad that they're not even playing the game anymore. But really, what does it matter? It is interesting to me though. Have you seen um, uh, Scott? Uh, is it is it is it Kazmar on Kasmar. Twitter? Yeah. He 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 is. But he pointed something out the other day about how, like Josh Allen won't get credit for going to a Pro Bowl, but Gardner Minshew will, even though Allen was the first alternate and was asked and passed it over, because I guess how it works is, I think this is right, like. Either you get selected and you if, if you get selected and you can't go, you get credit. Right. If you if you don't go but someone else is asked and doesn't, they don't get credit until someone does. So the eleventh guy on the list, if you get down there and says, Yeah, I'll do it, he gets credit while three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten do not if they say I'm not going. I don't think the guy, if I'm being honest, the way that works, I don't think the guy that ends up going, even if he's the t- if he's a tenth guy gets asked, shouldn't shouldn't be considered a pro bowler. I, but he does. But yes, I, I know. know. I feel like they should change. I'm that. not disagreeing, but he does. Yeah, like no, like for example, how many how many pro bowls did Tom Brady play in? Like one, two. I don't think he played in many. He was in Super Bowls, or he would skip, you know, almost every year. Um and like he goes down as a ten-time Pro Bowler, so Allen, I think will fifteen-time Pro Bowl, fifteen. Tom right, Brady. that would that would make more sense. <laughs> right. Fifteen. There's a there's a similar story in hockey right now where like Sidney Crosby is getting some criticism because he skipped the draft event last night. He was in the draft event, right? Like he got picked, but he wasn't there. Um, he was skating in Minnesota, I guess. Like. Staying fresh, I guess, for the rest of the regular season. Like I, I don't know. Like he, he wasn't on in the Bahamas. He was skating in Minnesota, and I guess he's then going to fly in for the All Star game after that. And there was a thing with him for a while where he went to like two All Star games in his first like eleven years because he would always skip it. Um, and he would he was more a face of the league though. Like that maybe was worthy of more criticism than I think. Right. You know, than others should get. I don't know that anybody should. By get the that. way, Crosby. I, I saw some advanced stuff the other day. He's having like a really yes. good, like kind of rebirth renaissance year here. Yes, he is, and it's. Uh, we have time for uh, Josh. You want to have a let's get stupid real quick here? Let's have Ooh, a, let's have right. a let's get stupid because I saw this floated uh, out there the other day, and I've been waiting to get to it. And I feel like let's get stupid is the uh, the perfect avenue, the perfect vessel to uh, bring up this this Sidney Crosby related topic. 
I'm convinced, folks. Uh, that's pretty much the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Stupidest <laughs> thing you could have said. Are you an idiot? Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. On WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, let's have the stupidest of let's get stupids here. And it revolves around Sidney Crosby. I saw this being talked about by Frank Saravelli as a question from a listener at uh, the Daily Faceoff. I saw the TSN insiders talking about it as a topic. Sal, mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby, could he demand a trade out of Pittsburgh? Because Whoa, no. he okay. is having a bounce back year, an incredible year. He's on like a 100 point pace. His team is super old and not very good. They're barely, I think they're like, are they two points above the Sabres? Like eight points out of a playoff spot. And they're staring at missing the playoffs again, which I think would make it like two of the last three or something like that. So, any thought to this? You think Crosby just rest of his career he'll give to Pittsburgh even if they're not very good? Uh, so you're talking rest of the career, not necessarily this year. Let's right? let's say like uh, by the off season, by this off season, they they continue to plummet. They don't play well. They miss the playoffs. They're not even really in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, does he just give them the rest of his career? He might. I mean, he might. No. He might want to just be a penguin for life. But I, I, he, he might. No, I think he might. He think he would have. It's not a you walk into the office and demand it thing though. It's a. Hey, we need to have a conversation. Like, mm-hmm. I'd like one more shot at this, and obviously it's not going to happen here. So what do we want to do? He, They're seven points out, by the way, of a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sidney Crosby, There's like I'm just reading more and more. Like, there are people that are – we're at that stage of it. Remember, like, the original stage of the Jack Eichel, you know, trade discussions? Yeah. The first stage of that was – People in other places writing, hey, what could this our team give to get Jack Eichel? And the response would be, you guys are idiots. He's not available. They're not trading Jack Eichel. It's not going to happen. That, I feel, is where we're at with the Crosby stuff. It's, you know, not many, but here and there. A blog here, a blog there. Could this happen? I'm not even going to mention the Sabres for this, by the way. I think that's what everyone's waiting for, because Let's Get Stupid is a, like the dumbest of the dumb. I can't even bring mm-hmm. myself to, to, to tie the two together. I, can't, I just can't even, I can't even do it. You know, you know what makes me mad when I think about this, by the way? Is yeah, the Sabres, I would love for the Sabres to be like in that discussion of, we're not even to the point where, oh, you know what? Maybe the Sabres are a team that a guy like that would want to go to and help him get... It's not even there anymore. You, you can't even have those discussions, right? Because they're so far back. Nobody like, you know, you're a Crosby or whoever. Mm-hmm. Patrick Kane, right? Free agent. Like, what was the discussion there? Yeah, it's not really. They're not ready yet to even really compete there. I want to be in those discussions at some point. I'm not even talking about the old guys. Just people who say, hey, that is something I might want to look at here. Yeah. Let's talk more about that when we come back. State of the Sabres. We haven't done a lot on that. This week. Let's check in. Devin Levi's down in Rochester playing well, I guess. Mm. So there is some hockey happening uh, this week. Casey Middlestat, I know, is skating with his University of Minnesota team, and he's worthy of talking about in all of this right now because of contract stuff. So 
where the Sabres are at. And while we're on hockey, when we come back, if you listen to me enough, you know I am obsessed with the idea of the NHL and just the best of the best getting back to an international tournament where everybody mm-hmm. is playing together. And we have some news on that that I'll I'll have for you when we come back on an international hockey tournament. So we'll get some hockey in before the weekend. Coming up next, Jeremy off today. It's Joe and Sal. This is WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're 27 years old. You're retired. I'm 46. <laughs> I think you're retired. I need more strokes. Who do I talk to? Hey, Tom. Totally Hi, how you doing? This is my dad. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I love your son. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a great kid. He's a good kid. Sure is. It's Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Josh Allen's dad? Josh Allen's dad is his caddy for this, apparently. Okay. Oh, he is? That's cool. Joel. I've gotten to know Joel. He's, he's, he's a really... Really nice guy. The family's nice people. They're they're at a lot of the road games. Obviously, sometimes we'll go. You know, to the um, I'll go out to some of the Bills backers places at these road trips, guys. And mm-hmm. Josh's mom and dad are there, and they 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 just take in the scene with Bills fans. It's awesome. And his dad, I, I think you might know this. His dad's a really good singer. He actually sang the national anthem at a Wyoming Wyoming Cowboys uh, football game last year. Wow. And. Uh... There he is hanging out with uh, Tom Brady. That's that's got to be really cool to uh, just you know yeah. to, to be a dad. Your son's an elite quarterback in the league, and like you're going yeah. you're going to Pe- hey, you want to go to Pebble Beach this week and play golf with Tom Brady? Hang out with Tom Brady. You know you might not even like Tom Brady, although I'm guessing Josh does because there's that picture you see once in a while from when he was like a teenager wearing a Tom Brady jersey. Anyways, nobody needs to know that exists anyway. Uh, so the Pebble Beach Pro-Am continues right now. Patrick Cantlay is in the lead, uh, if you're wondering. So we got into some hockey stuff in the end of the last segment. So I want to pass along this news from Frank Saravelli of the Daily Faceoff that the NHL and the NHLPA uh, is going to announce this afternoon an international tournament Next year, hosted in Montreal and Boston, but the catch is uh, 
It's not like a full-on World Cup. It's only Canada, the U.S., Sweden, and Finland, which I'll take. All I want to do, really, like that I've been yelling about for years, all I want to do is see this generation of American players play Canada because I, I truly believe they, are, might, they might be better right now because of how much talent has uh-huh. come in, but we haven't seen it tested because they haven't played a legit NHL turn or best-on-best tournament in like a decade. So y- you're only getting four. I, by the way, think that, uh, Sal, the only reason they're doing this is because the NHL is kind of afraid to – they don't really know what to do with Russia right now. Right, like there's right. political stuff still there, and like I don't know if they know what to do with that. That Russia's banned from like the double IHF stuff, I think right now, so or at least a lot of it. So I'm guessing that's why they're pushing it off. Olympic participation, I guess, is on track uh, as well. So, um, good news. It's you talk about USA in Canada. It, I yeah. said this the other day, and I don't know if you were on with me when I said this. Did you hear the stat I gave about? Uh, the LA, the LA football and LA hockey teams and Canadians. Did you hear this? Um, so I got this. I, think so. I got this stat. No, you weren't because I had Dan Dunleavy on. Okay, and right. um, we were talking about it. I got this stat from Dave Naylor. Dave works up in Toronto, but he covers the Bills from Toronto. Mm. Really, really nice guy. Comes down. And we we talk a lot about you know the the hockey and football stuff in Toronto and Buffalo. And he had an amazing stat he gave me, and I'm like, that can't be true. I went and looked at it, and it was true. It is true. So the L.A. Chargers, Joe, this is last year, like around November, December. Maybe the rosters change a little bit. The L.A. Chargers have more players with Canadian citizenship than the L.A. Kings. <laughs> Come on. Really? It's true. Yep. How is that? Uh, how many do they have? It's like six to five. Six. They have six Canadian players. The Chargers do. With with Canadian citizenship, with Canadian something citizenship. like like yeah, I mean there may not be someone who actually yeah lives there full time, grew no, up yeah, there, yeah. but yeah, you know what I mean. And the L.A. Kings, from my research at the time when I did it, had only five. All right, wow, that is uh, we should we should make that our uh, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Seneca Gaming and Irving, home of the biggest bingo payouts and slot machines with thousands won daily. Um, it's crazy to yeah. think about. That and how much the landscape has changed in both sports for that, right? Like yeah, football's yeah. become this international sport for sure, and yeah. and it's trending more and more that way. Hockey is as well, but what's happened with hockey is it's really kind of like shrunk the Canadian yes. participation compared to so many of the other countries, including the United States. Yeah, the U.S. is. I mean, really, that's for me where it's like huge. Right. It's again, I'm so desperate to see it tested because. Look at look at the centers that a team. If you built a team USA right now for this tournament or for the Olympics, look at the centermen that you could put up against Canada because that's always where they would have an advantage. Is like they have you know they had their Crosby's and they had their you know way back when you had Gretzky and Lemieux and whatnot, and now you've got Austin Matthews, you've got Jack Eichel and Jack Hughes, you've got Dylan Larkin. I mean, a year ago, I would have told you you had Tage Thompson. I don't know if he's having you know a season or is going to have seasons good enough to be on Team USA. I think he might still. You've got your Kachucks still running around out there. And then goalie, they've got like two of the best goalies in the world. Connor Hellebuck's back as like the Vesna favorite this year. He's American. Adam Fox won the Norris. He's American. There's just... It's it's really tempting. I want I really want to see it. I'm excited for uh, for next year. I might even yeah. go. I went to the World Cup in 2016 
I've never been to Montreal. Yeah. It'd be a cool trip. Yeah, you know what? That's one we we keep talking about too. I'd love to go. I haven't been over there. Haven't been to a game there. Would love to go. It's just the his, the history of it. I've heard it's a fantastic city, but for sure, I'd love to do that. It's just to go to circle back to kind of you know dovetailing into the Sabers here. Yeah, it just takes so much of a luster off it sometimes because this team just can't get to where they should be. I know. You know I want I want it to be. I, I'm more excited to do any of that, any hockey related stuff, when the Sabers are better. And it's not necessarily related directly, but the feeling of it is, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I got this team. You're more excited about it, the sport itself, all of that. I thought it was a big reason why when the World Juniors were here, what is that now, four years ago, five years ago? And a lot of those games were empty. I really thought about where the Sabres were at as as a reason why that was happening. Because when the World Juniors were here in 2011... At least the way I remember it is those buildings were full and it was exciting and everybody was pumped up for that. And they still were to some degree for when it was back here five years ago, but it was not the same. It was not the same at all. And I think that's what a 13, I can't even say a decade anymore, 13 years of playoff drought that no NHL team has ever had happened to, that's what it's going to do to a fan base. It's amazing that, like, there is as much support and emotion about it even now. I mean, other teams just wouldn't care. Why did the why did the Atlanta Thrashers move? I mean, it's not a, a, a natural hockey market, but they went, I think it was 14 years, or maybe it was 13 years for them, where they never won a playoff game. In their whole franchise existence, they never won a playoff game. But it's Atlanta. So what ended up happening? Fans didn't get angry. They just... Don't they just didn't care? They never cared. They just didn't even know the team existed. This team still has people upset, which you know that almost should be looked at as a good thing. That people haven't, not everybody, a lot have. Everybody's checked out. When it's it's got to be easy to check out right now. When they got the way they played last year, got everyone's hopes back up for what they could be coming into this year. This is maybe, this is arguably like the most frustrating and depressing year of this playoff drought. It's got to be in contention because you've had a bunch of years like this. I mean, you've had maybe eight of them where they're, oh, look, they're 10 points out Mm -hmm. going into February. And well, if they just get like a six game win streak, we're right back in that thing. I mean, that's every year. But the difference this year is... The team got everybody's hopes back up with by by missing the playoffs only by one last last season, which I think makes this year even more excruciating. Did you see the late? Uh, there's an you know we all get emails. You and I do people at the station all the time about latest odds for things and betting on things because you know these uh-huh. sports these gambling websites want you to promote them. So guess what? I'm going to do that right now because I got one yesterday. Sportsbetting.ag sent me one. Uh, next. <laughs> Excuse me, next NHL coach to be fired. Okay. And I knew it. I'm like, I'm going to open this up, and Don Granato is going to be at the top of the list. And sure as heck he is. Yep. Next NHL coach to be fired by the gambling odds. Don Granato, two to one. Then it's Todd McClellan in LA at five to two. Lindy at seven to two is third on the list. Yeah. Well, that's that's the next move, isn't it? I mean, I don't I don't know what else is. They're not. If there is. Yeah. Yeah. They're not firing the general manager. I don't have a lot of confidence right now. They're gonna, they're, I mean, that they're gonna make like a big swing trade. I just haven't seen it from this GM yet, so it could happen. I just don't have much evidence. They're not gonna remake the roster. That would be psychotic with what they've rebuilt here. So that's not happening. 
Like, I like Don Granato. I'm not advocating they fire him, especially when I believe if they did that right now, they would probably make Seth Appert the head coach. And I don't know how different that is in the first place. But isn't the only move that would, like, kind of, you know, make sense for, like, big change? You know, who who falls on the sword for the season going the way it did? It, isn't the conversation moving on from Granato and bringing in some proven winner, like, a Gerard Gallant, or of course people are going to, I know, latch on to Brindamore because he might become available. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be, I think, the the one you get to. But here's the issue with all of that, if you want to call it an issue. So I can't see, Joe, you're to the point of no return here of what are you really doing if you fire Don Granado right now? It would have to be in the offseason to me. I'm going to put myself mm-hmm. in Kevin Adams' shoes here for a second. I'm not talking, I know people could think and go, what do you mean? You got to move on from him right now. You need, you know, you got to change something. I get that. I'm saying if you're Kevin Adams, if you're Terry Pagula, Kim Pagula, Terry Pagula, you say, okay, what what are you getting if you do it now? You're not gonna, you're still not gonna make your ten points out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you make a change like that sometimes, and I know it's happened. Like the Blues are the famous example of when they went on that great run, they won the cup. But come on, you if you do it now, what's really gonna change this year? Nothing really. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of to the point of no return there. And you're obviously not making a trade now that's going to help you get there because if you make a trade to get you there, you're trading prospects. You're probably not going to make the playoffs anyway, and then you're without the prospects anymore. So that doesn't make sense. So the only thing I can see here is you're riding out the year and then making decisions at the end of the season. Yeah. No, I agree. And in, in that Blues example, like that does get brought up a lot. It's worth remembering that when the Blues that season, where they won the Cup, they fired Mike Yo. And they hired Craig Berube as their head coach. They did that on November 19th. Mm. It's okay. February 2nd. Right. That's like, right. It's not near the same. The Blues were in last place, sure, uh, at one point in time. But we were talking, I mean, when they fired the coach, at least, it was 19 games into the season. It's very different. I agree with you. Like, I don't know what the point is of doing it right now. You're 10 points out. This is This season right. is sunk. I just, it's hard for me. They'd have to be the best team in the league from here to the rest of the way and maybe even still not get in. Um, Like, that's how dire it is. So they're heading for another deadline where I just, you can't talk about buying, right? Like, there's there's no, where's the point of that even? Unless you're talking about, you know, a move that helps you for multiple years. I mean, they could do that. Like a hockey trade, but who's, who's doing that? Like, who's... What other team is in position? Yeah. The trade deadline is more for the the, the buyer. buyers of the buyer of I'm trying to get over the. Yeah. So those are the teams that are going to get those guys. No, you're right. Like that's more. We're talking more of like an off season move. That's another. <laughs> that's another reason why it just gets so frustrating, right? It's like all the moves that would make sense that would kind of you know give you some you know a little juice back. Like none of that makes sense to happen until May and June and July. And that's where, like, we're just kind of waiting right. again. I mean, there will be guys to evaluate. The guy that I guess they could decide to sell now, if they don't plan on having a long-term future with him, is Casey Middlestat. Like, would a team be willing to give... And that's, by the way, that's an if. That's if they don't want to pay him, which is worth talking about now, because Middlestat told Lance Lysowski of the Buffalo News last week or two weeks ago that they have not approached him about a contract. And that should be taken as at least a little bit weird because the Sabres pay everybody early. They paid Matias Samuelson after 50 games. They paid Owen Power after one good season as a rookie. They pay Tage mm-hmm. Thompson after one good season. Cousins after a year and a half. 
Like, Middlestat is working on two really good years in a row here. He's their leader in scoring. They haven't gone to him? Like, I, I don't know that has to mean that they're not wanting to pay him ex- or extend him long term, but it has to make you wonder whether or not they think paying, whether they think that this group deserves another member of the core getting a long term extension. I, he's, he's an RFA. Right. You're right. So, yep. and those guys were going to be too. It wasn't like they were going to be UFAs, right? I don't think. Correct. I Correct. Don't know yep. If I remember right. But could, could arbitration, is that, would that be a, Something they could do with with him, and I mean, I, not that you love doing that, I get it. You don't, but I think the only thing you're worried about is I have no idea where he is on this or mm-hmm. whether he's talked about. I mean, he said you, you should take him at his word. He said the words, "I, I don't want to be anywhere else." So at this point right. in time, that's what he said on it. But you've had situations in the past, different situations where. Basically, a Sam Reinhart, or in Calgary, this happened a bunch. Matthew Kachuk did this to Calgary, where they said, "All right, I'm an RFA. I'm one year away from you, from unrestricted free agency. I'll sign a contract with you, but it's only going to be that one year, and, I'm, and you're going to walk me to unrestricted free agency." So, you're opening yourself up to that possibility if you go into the off season, if you go into arbitration as well, where you're kind of going into a lame duck year with Casey Middlestat next season. I would just pay him. I think. I mean, he's their leading scorer. It's tough because they have so many forward prospects coming. You know, they're eventually going to have to make a two-for-one type of trade because we've talked about this with Middlestat. Trading him at this deadline for someone's best prospect and a first-round pick, I mean, that's nice. Go throw it on the pile over there. Like, what do do you need that for? So. It's it's That's a right. very interesting situation, I think, with Middlestead in general. That all of it. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number. Extendo Sports when we come back. There's a story in the NBA that I want to touch on when we come back that Charles Barkley um was talking about last night, and it's a story that has like a clock on it. By midnight tonight, something's gotta happen for a guy, and if you're not aware of it, stay tuned because Barkley was talking about it. We'll play the audio from him uh when we come back here on WGR. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. I read an article yesterday. Tony Snell? Yeah. Yeah. Needing to be signed. By the end of this week. Because he's got two kids with autism. And he needs to play to the end of the year to get a 10-year medical right. to help him take care of his two autistic kids. I'm hoping, you know, man, the NBA has been great to all of us sitting up here. Uh, you know, and you guys going to be playing basketball forever, making a gazillion dollars. I hope one of you guys signed Tony so his two autistic kids can get great medical care. I read that article. Oh, so uh, can't really. I can't. I'm not even going to add anything on that. Just amen to what Charles Barkley just mm-hmm. said. There's a guy in the NBA who is literally like he needs a 10 day contract, or maybe it's to the end of the season. Whatever. He needs one more contract to qualify for ten for tenure or whatever for the NBA retirement assistant program, and like. I, I I don't want to call out one organization, but I did looking at the Pistons. The Pistons are six and forty one. Like just 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 do it. 
right? Like, what's the harm? Someone just do it. Maybe a really cool story in sports if that were to happen by the end of today. He has six, seven, eight, nine, ten seasons. Yes, or that is. I'm just looking at his reference page. Yeah. See how long he's been at league. He's played 600 games. Right. Right. We're not, right. It's not like it's a guy that's just been like. Right. You know, you're doing. I mean, it, um, a charity situation like entirely. He just needs. He just needs one more little contract from a bad team. That's it. Joe, before we wrap up, if I can, I was going to do this on an extra point show today, and um, I just want everybody to know I'm not like getting paid to say this or anything like that because you know we do endorsements. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finished listening to the audiobook of Unbreakable by Jay Glazer. Oh, and yeah. it's really amazing. It's been awesome for me. It's um, for if you're dealing with anything in life, like there's a lot of different ways to kind of you know help yourself or do different things. I'm just saying for for different reasons, everybody's got it, but Jay. Jay Glazer, I didn't know. Like he really suffer he suffers from depression and anxiety. Yeah. And, you know, he does amazing things now and he's got his MVP team with in the ring and the athletes and all the people he works with, the uh, the the veterans. It's just it was really really good for me for a lot of different reasons and um I just want to kind of tell everybody out there like, "Hey, I'm just recommending this book. If you want to go out and buy it for yourself, just put you in a good spot. It was really good for me. So anyway, yeah. just want to throw that out there. I'm not getting paid to say it, nothing like that. Maybe yeah. I'm hoping to hook up with Jay to talk about him at some point, talk about it. But it was a really – I did the audio book because yeah. I'm not much of a reader. I like to listen when I can. Uh, really, really great stuff for me. What's the name of the book? Unbreakable. It's Unbreakable. Okay, because I was just going to say I've listened to – he has a podcast called Unbreakable – um, which is like a mental wealth podcast. He's only done a couple yes. episodes. I think he maybe just started it at the new year. Um, and it I wouldn't heard, surprise me. Yeah, he had John Lynch on the other day. He's yep. I've heard him talk about Andy Reid and how like part of the reason that you know it, like whenever if you ever hear like news about Andy Reid, it'd probably come from Jay Glazer. Is they have had a relationship over the years about what Jay's gone through and Andy Reid, of mm-hmm. course, losing his you know his his son young and he's had yep. stuff like that in his personal life. So yeah, it's it's really good stuff. Like there's so much more, you know, that's going on with a lot of these guys and Jay Glazer like gets into a lot of that. And that's on the podcast. So in the book, I'm sure he goes into oh, it even more in depth. It is amazing. Yeah. And um he has, and a big reason for me to read it was because he, I, I, I think Jay and I are very kind of similar, our personalities, I know people say we look alike a little bit, but he's this <laughs> uh-huh. super high energy, up-tempo guy, and, you know, but he's got these other things in his life that are, you know, that he's gone through, and I, I, I wanted to kind of hear his perspective on these kinds of things, and that's it, right there, what you just talked about, mm-hmm. the relationships he's built with a lot of the people in the NFL, and through all these things he's been through and they've been through, super amazing, and he really gets into the, like the, the how he got a lot of the, mm-hmm. the, where he is now, what he went through, and some of the stories, gets at the end of the book, it's all about like, he had the only tape of Spygate. He, the guy had it. Yeah. He had the only one. All the others were destroyed, right? So there's a lot of good football stuff in there. I will tell you, there's a, there's quite a bit of swearing. He 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 does yep. drop quite a few bombs, but it's all it's really good. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, highly recommended on my end. What do you got? Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? This weekend, ooh. Um, so tonight, a uh, oh, I can't say it's a, it's a surprise party for somebody tonight, so I can't really get into that. Well, yeah, uh, that I have to attend. Now to... everybody you know is wondering, <clears throat> am I? Yeah, getting thrown a surprise party. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we can move on past that. We'll be attending. Uh, what am I doing this weekend? We have it's always sports going on right now. 
We've been doing um, Joe Licata's quarterback camp on Saturday afternoons nice. for Max. It's been really – Joe's great. He's just so great with the kids, the way he works with them. And he does it for all different age levels. So we've been doing that. Um, we've been doing um, – you know, we got baseball winter workouts going on. So it's always something dealing mm-hmm. with sports going on. And that will be uh, no change this weekend. We are uh, – we'll be tearing down some walls. We're not, next, next house project. I'd rather be project. doing the sports. Yeah, next house project. But tearing them down is not I bad. Was, that's right. I was going to say, you said earlier, like the demo part is like the one thing yeah. that's like, you, you don't have to know a lot. Like, you got to know where not to hit, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty right. much it. Grab a sledgehammer, this area right here, hit that, knock it down, pull it down. So, we'll be doing a lot of that this weekend. Plus, golf simulator season. Got to gotta hit up the golf who's, who's that? Who's got extra points? Josh and Zach today? Josh and Zach have the extra point show. It's just going to be two hours of Xavier Worthy uh, profile, I'm sure. <laughs> I do know this. They have because um, I know uh, Coach Pete Lembo is going to join them today. And uh, Josh nice. and Zach will talk to him. He's the new UB football coach, so that'll be cool. All right. Stay tuned for that. And stay tuned for Zach and Josh. Line them up on the phone lines. They'll be willing to take them. By the way, if you've been looking for like the the pro-am i completely messed that up earlier it's in california the, the thing i've been watching for the last hour is not live so it oh. doesn't get going for uh, for a couple of hours if you're wondering anyways extra point show coming up next stay tuned have a good weekend we'll talk to you on monday here on wgr t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.